what do you think is the revenue that we are losing on YouTube just because we are not building the right platforms that would keep the money in Pakistan? 20 billion right now. 20 billion rupees is leaving the country. On right. YouTube, on Google only. I'm hearing about Sen Premier League being done in National Stadium, Karachi. Hmm. Why don't you want to take it to a Hyderabad or a Sakhar or a Larkana and say, let's do three more stadiums. And you're not growing the economy. You're not growing the talent. You're, you're doing not, nothing. You're doing nothing. You're, you're just, just making money. And so then, you're, then technically there's no difference between you and any other rent seeker. You're another rent seeker in this but economy. But these guys are rent seekers anyway, because most of them rely on government advertising. A lot of people who work in this industry might hate me because I'm saying what I'm saying. And this is also the reason why people haven't seen me on a camera in a very, very long time. Mm. Right? Because unfortunately, when I speak the truth, it's controversial. Reinvest. Reinvest in people, Faizan. People are the people run the business. They are the most important asset that you have. Look, in two years, I lost my successor and his successor to Google. Right. Right. Now I don't know if I want to laugh Thank or to cry. Because you lost two, <laughs> you lost a pipeline. I was back by like five years. Hello and welcome everyone to Digitales. My name is Fazan Sayed, founder and CEO of East River. And today I have with me one of the number one top guys in the media industry of Pakistan. In fact, I would say he runs the largest media business created in this country. It has publicist affiliate brands. It built and launched Coke Studio, theater, the copycat productions, Ponichoda August that you've heard of. Uh, they had the PSL rights. They've done everything that you can think of in media. We're going to talk everything about the industry. Rehan Merchant, how are you today? Very well. Thank you for calling me over. Thank you for taking the time out. I know you're a busy man and you being here means a lot. Now, I want to start with what is an easy question, but I think it will lead to a lot of controversy. As we speak, the ratings business is banned in this country. After a brief run of 16 years with PEMRA, and after being declared as an entity that is anti-state, how do you see the state of media evolve right now in Pakistan when you can't even figure out what the ratings of a TV channel are? And digital is suddenly blowing up at the same time. And then there's all of this political uncertainty that is giving viewers a new lease of life on television. So my, uh, look, to be honest, I want to congratulate everybody <laughs> who is a PTI supporter for leading us into this situation. <laughs> right? So uh, is this the highest amount of ADEX spent this year in this month? Well, <clears throat> ADEX spend has been on television. Right. Hasn't slowed down at all. Right. And the reason is every time and in, and this country has seen quite a few right. uh, situations where people are forced either because of an economic situation or a political situation or something to stay home or COVID, for example. Right. So every time they stay home, our advertisers have now realized that that is the best time to build image and continue to show them advertising. So that means money going into media. Right. Right. So that's where it all boils down to. Now, I'm going to take a step forward. What have the ratings led to? The ratings have led to a, to a concentration of advertising funds at the top. Right. So your top three groups... Okay, so in terms of the groups, advertising at the group level, not in the medium level. Not So if, even in, on, yeah, at the content creator level. At the right? creator level. So I call them content creators. To my mind, Geo News, Geo Entertainment, Hum TV, right. Hum News are all content creators. Right? And it's just been concentrated at the top. So today, if I look at total spend behind video or video content, across YouTube or across Facebook or Meta or across television, about 55 to 60% of the money goes there, right? What has that led to? 
that has led to an inflation because people who create content for these large organizations can see that the money is being made they see so much advertising going there so they charge a higher amount the company which buys content for the channels is owned by the channel owner so they take their first level of profit when they are buying content right the second level of profit when they sell more expensive advertising because they are drawing the audience right so they are justified and the rating numbers were justifying it so that's the second level where they they make money and then they take the same content put it on youtube mm. and because there is audience on youtube also mm. so we advertise some more on youtube so the and there the cost of content is zero so even if google gives you 50% or 52% or 55% that is pure profit and the beauty is that it doesn't even come back to pakistan right because everybody's channels are registered in not in pakistan that's true so that's and brilliant. it's and, and it's in dollars that's brilliant and youtube is paying them in dollars yes absolutely. and they're paying them in dollars outside yes so basically they are making a killing you're talking about controversy there you go so you're <laughs> so you're saying at the content creation and acquisition level is their first sort of ability to buy and extract value and then when they sell to themselves they exactly. keep a little bit of profit off the books of the tv channel and then when they lay lay that content out on youtube they make money in dollars which is then fed to their global entity so they're being monetized three times in a sense the same piece of content the same piece of content and it's the same set of people who create that content again and again and again so i don't even want to i mean to be honest i haven't seen television dramas in such a long time that i would be a fool to even attempt to say okay here is an actor or here is an actress or here is here here is a writer right that you see because i just look at the numbers and i can tell what's happening right? but isn't this the same standard world over like i mean it's uh, power concentrated in the hands of a few a few mediums a few groups i mean look at the murdoch group right i mean it's it's a similar but at a larger scale that's so that's what happening. did they, no so that's exact like now let me ask you a question right, right? So when you look at News Corp or Murdoch, yeah, where did they start from? Australia newspapers. Wait, he clubbed papers Wait. together. Now, where are they today? Right. So in let's right. say thirty years, right, they grew out of Australia and went and bought Sky all yeah. over Europe. Yeah. Right. That's innovation. That's putting money or reinvesting the profits that you make. right yeah. not put it in your pocket go buy four properties somewhere and say that's it i'm done i've done well right right and i can always i can still go back to the advertiser and say look meri cost to itni upar chali gayi hai hmm so jo ki khud hi badhai hai jo ki khud hi badhai hai so you can, you have to increase your rates right so you think that there's nothing wrong with look cre value creation profitability mein koi masla nahi hai but what is being done with that value that's created reinvest in the bloody industry yaar तो इन्वेस्टमेंट नहीं हो रही है रीइन्वेस्टमेंट नहीं हो रही इंडस्ट्री व्हाट रीइन्वेस्ट आई मीन प्लीज शो मी द रीइन्वेस्टमेंट देयर इज अ हॉट ड्रामा रनिंग दीस डेज दैट इज गेटिंग ऑल द रेटिंग व्हाट इज द मंकी अबाउट द ड्रामा आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट द डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन प्लेटफॉर्म्स राइट सो द मोमेंट यू टॉक अबाउट YouTube प्लीज जस्ट गो अक्रॉस एंड लेट मी गिव यू अ कपल ऑफ नंबर्स ओके Google claims that YouTube viewers in Pakistan are 70 million plus right and the total population is 240 million or 230 million right india is 10 times our size 10 times our size about 1.5 billion as you yeah, have right so mm. let's say 8 times our size theek hai so youtube should be 8 times which is 500 million plus sure please google the num uh, google the number for youtube downloads in india you will not cross 120 130 that's because they all have ott 
Thank you very much. And the problem is no one's investing in OTT over here. Thank you very much. And for <laughs> bingo, how long did it take you to get there? Well, Two look, minutes. I, yeah, but I'm I'm in the industry. I mean, I was in TV, so I understand that. But the thing is that why aren't they investing in OTT? And for those who don't know what OTT is, yes. it's over the top. It means basically your subscription S word A word is basically your advertising driven no, or subscription driven. You're getting driven. too technical. Right? Okay, let's take a step back. It's like the Netflix for it's local Netflix. content. There should be a net like there is Tapmat. And guess of. who's the first or first official media organization OTT in Pakistan? The government channel launched it. It's called PTV Flix. Hmm. So who says the Pakistani government is doing backward things? They're doing very progressive things. So here's the answer, to you, right? Right. So. They've kind of taken that, and you guys had forward. something to do with PTV Flix too. We launched it, right? So we're managing the back <laughs> so end. You're patting yourself on your back. <laughs> so if nobody else is going to do it, Fazan Sayed, somebody has to do it, yeah. So then why aren't they Look, doing? Look, we're not the Arab culture where you say if nobody else is doing it, then I don't need to do it also, right? right? And if somebody else starts doing it, everybody turns around and says, "Oh, he's doing it, so let him do it." Why should so we? Attempt? Why aren't they doing OTT? I don't know. What do you think is the reason for not doing it? Because because the thing is, I have a problem with the whole YouTube monetization model. My only problem is that why do we want money to leave the country in this environment, right? If you've created content, जो पाकिस्तान का बनावा content है, local platform पे बनावा content है, sorry, local uh, audiences के लिए बनावा content है, local actors use करके, local production करके, why aren't we keeping that money in the country across all mediums and you can do that on digital as well if you build a, a local netflix right and how is the content there and take a subscription of 50 100 200 rupees or or do pay as you go at least wo paise pakistan mein rahenge humne aasani karne ke liye i don't know what the reason is because we're lazy सारा कुछ यूट्यूब पे डाल दो एंड फिफ्टी फाइव I don't want to get into the reason of why they are doing this, right. why they are not doing this. So I, you talk about people just relying on global platforms. Fifty-five percent of the revenue stays outside. What do you think is the revenue that we are losing on YouTube just because we are not building the right platforms that would keep the money in Pakistan? Twenty billion right now. Twenty billion rupees. Twenty billion rupees is leaving the country on yeah. YouTube, on Google only, on just Google. Twenty billion rupees works out to let's say thirty million dollars. It's a fair amount of money. Any million dollars at this point in time is helpful, <laughs> let alone thirty of them. So that's the point. Look, uh, the thing is, so that's one of the routes, right? Right. The other thing, again, Faisan, we started this in the cable, the video distribution industry via cable in two thousand three, right? And we have just not been able to discover any other form of revenue or be able to move away from that coaxial cable with which we distribute television. That's because it's cheap. I mean, think about the average um, GDP per capita, consumer spending. Two hundred rupees. Me, your house. Me, your entertainment. Bill. Right. Two hundred rupees. But have you tried asking them for more money? You haven't. Right. As a result of which, even when you look at subscriber-based platforms, they just can't seem to go beyond three, that three hundred rupee mark. Right. Look at Tapmad. they are also struggling to go beyond 300 rupee mark why because nobody invested so i keep coming back right to the problem with people in this industry for the last 20 years has been nobody wants to reinvest in the industry they want to take that money and run but isn't that symptomatic of all industries in pakistan which industry is seeing that kind of reinvestment so that's why you're seeing what you're seeing right mm. and why does that happen so look 
it also happens because you are afraid of what is happening in the country from a political perspective business and this business more so than any other business right is very highly connected to your political situation and it can be shut down immediately at any point in time and hence that fear right so would you then if it was you who didn't know if my channel would get shut down hmm. because i took a political side right whether you are on one side or another side i'm not saying which one hmm. because they they're all as bad as each other right in terms of political environment but if you were running a business in such an environment why would you even reinvest it's like saying fox news being shut down because they support trump there you that go that doesn't happen right? the reason why that doesn't happen is because fox news does not get shut down hmm right and in our case there is a fear that i might get shut down or i might get so if i am going to get a favor in one of the governments then i should also be prepared to to take the risk of getting shut down in the other one which means right. not investing as much as i could so i am and thence i am not investing and which is why i rely on a youtube because it gives me everything for free and even if i have to give up half my revenue so be it and there is no cost and there is no right cost. so if you're running your own tech platform then you need to to pay for the tech right. you need to pay for the hosting you need to pay for let's say aws and all the rest of it so development cost a bigger team to upload the content right so there are all those costs associated with it right why make that investment and the re- one of the reasons why you keep going around in circles is exactly that nobody is exiting the circle or take trying to exit the circle right so what happens then you start getting funding from people who have nothing to do with this industry right so you suddenly had uh college owners investing in television channels then you had business houses in punjab who were investing now you have real estate uh people or land developers is it because they think real television is a uh, insurance so it could either be insurance or it could also be i've made the money hmm. <clears throat> i want people to know who i am right that could also be but you can buy buy that through pr uh we don't we don't believe in pr there is a as large a real estate developer who doesn't own a tv channel yet has seems to have bought everyone out so he's clear proof <laughs> of that model working well <laughs> but maybe other people have their own choices right so right. if that's a choice that they've exercised and they feel uh they feel that this is a better route to do this then fine at least you're getting investment into the industry hmm. right so you suddenly have these uh, two three more two three new entertainment channels which are coming up and they are all being funded right from the scratch right right so hopefully they will bring some competition but competition in an industry that has not seen its total adex amount or volume grow it's been hovering around the let's say 40 to 45 billion mark no it went up to 70 and then came back but it was a very brief period that That's it went up right. to but it, uh, it when it came back it was when it got hit by covid understood but if you think about it if i take the last 10 year average right am i seeing an upward trajectory in that average i'm seeing that average hover between let's say 40 to 45 46 billion theek hai maybe there was a spike somewhere in between but we're not seeing an upward trajectory and the problem is that that pie because that is where digital took over that is where youtube and meta products took over right but but this is divided amongst digital and traditional right so print so if you if you take the written word out of it right. okay and i keep going back to video content right and if you say all right so if today advertising behind video content stands at anywhere between 700 to 800 billion rupees hmm. sorry 70 to 80 billion rupees hmm. you've had that number for the last 4 5 years the only difference is that your conventional television channels or linear channels as they're called they've started to lose well they haven't really the smaller ones have lost advertising and some of them got bought out right right so new fresh investment came in 
and the larger the money started getting concentrated amongst the three, four, or five large ones, and behind YouTube and Meta, right? So that's how the money has kind of changed hands, so to speak. Now the problem with YouTube is that nobody monitors YouTube as such, right? You get monitoring for television. Uh, there is nobody who monitors YouTube or Meta, right? So whatever numbers they that publish, you are, whatever numbers that you get, they do, they don't publish any numbers. They don't right. need to, right? For them, Pakistan is like a rounding off error, to be honest. <laughs> Right. So they couldn't give a monkey. They're, right. they're also taking whatever money they can right. and running away. Right. I mean, regardless of whether Farhan Qureshi or Ali Khurshid or whoever comes back and makes these tall claims that we empowered so many people and we're offering so many courses. I mean, please take the total value of what, 15,000 or 40,000 uh, co courses from Coursera or somebody that uh, Google announced mm -hmm. last week. Right what fraction of a percentage that is of the money that they take out of Pakistan, no GST paid on it, no withholding tax on it. And that's all on top, hmm. right? So you want to look at those numbers, go to FBR. That's where you'll have to rework the numbers from because that's where your actual spending is coming from, mm -hmm. right? GST ki declaration will be or uh, form sign will be that we digital pe itni YouTube pe advertising on YouTube. Or yeah, uh, withholding tax over which they have to put in. So those will work you backwards to find out how much they've spent on digital. So if I was to take a step back and say, okay, let's take a look at the entire adex, right? If I say that out of home, which is your hoardings and everything, print, television, digital, combining all of these, what is the total available? advertising spend in Pakistan, Roughly everything all in. Seven, between around 80 billion. So that's 80 billion rupees, right? And it stayed, like it, you said, it, it stayed, stayed flat. I remember this 80 billion number was around 18 or in 2018 or 19 when I was doing some research. I remember this number from then. Of this 80 billion, what I understand is, let's say 40 to 45, which is the number I was quoting, is what was available for the video piece. For, for linear video. For linear video, which is television, right? So television has not increased more than, let's say, upper niche hota hai, 4, 5, 4, 5. So it's 40 to 45 billion TV. Hai. Then digital was the one that saw a rush in its trajectory. Digital stands at about 25 billion right about now. So 40 to 45 with digital at 25, that puts it as 70, which leaves about 10 billion for print and out of home. And radio. And I'm radio. sorry, I forgot radio. So 10 billion is for print out of home and radio. The rest of them are very small. They've kind right? Of, yeah. The challenge that I see in this industry, if you keep launching TV channels and you're each eating from the same 40 to 45 billion pie, how is this a financially viable business? Especially when you at the start of this said that what 50 to 60% of this goes to the top three houses. Right? So let's say 50% goes to the top. 20 billion to the three people have So the 20 billion is for everyone else. And you just mentioned two more entertainment channels launching. Who's doing the financial math on, on how they will fund their business? Number one. Number two, why isn't digital growing faster than it should be? I mean, everyone is on digital. There are digital. no products. There are no products. To advertise on. Yes. Exactly. Get so the product. Look. Between. So. Pemra. Was created. And the licenses were given out in 2001. Right. right? 2001 to 2004. It was like three channels which came in. Yeah. Right. And then suddenly. When once cross media licensing was allowed. Because it was only the newspaper owners who understood content creation. And they're the ones today that are actually thriving. Most and, of them. And, and, well, not really. Yeah, there's one exception. Not really, yeah. Uh, and then all hell broke loose, right? So today you have like 130, 37 licensed television channels. 
137 licensed and how many on air well practically all of them are on air Bil- depending on where they need to be so let's say if there is a channel called wash which is balochi it doesn't need to be on air in peshawar right right or in sakhar so but it's on air in balochistan everywhere so that's how it get guy you know gets broken down so you're saying that if i take the three the top three out which let's say have about 7 8 channels let's say 10 channels is for simple math and let's say there's 100 channels on air 10 are owned by the top three 90 channels then have to cho- split the 20 billion how much is that leave per channel that doesn't leave enough me. to pay for their expenses because their expenses are also very small but that also means that they cannot reinvest in content right right and hence if if they cannot then they go under mm. and then they sell the license mm. so there have been quite a few licenses changing hands in the last couple of years right and that's going to continue to happen right 10 sports is license just changed hands right a plus uh, sorry not a plus public tv right uh pnn so th- this is all fresh money coming in now where does that money go how does that convert into content how does it impact the industry the thing is everybody is going into content right now and i am saying hold on guys for 20 years you have only been relying on advertising revenue which makes me a very happy man right because yeah you should not be complaining <laughs> so, now the only problem is it's not about complaining right it's also about that pressure because if their people have not had a salary increase right for a while and they want to increase their rates i cannot because the pie is stagnant the pie is stagnant right? and there's more competition coming in so what do i do and i'm and if i'm thinking of those people who will either lose their jobs because if you have less people then you can increase their salary so somebody some people will get fired right so where are those people going and how is this industry progressing so unless you find yourself another source of revenue which you have not been able to find over the last 20 years look around you what could be an alternate source of revenue go to the consumer for subscription create so for example the top let's talk about the top 3 right right all they need to do is for 6 months take their top content which they put on on their t- linear channels take them off take them off youtube and put that content on their own ott platform which some of them have by the way and but they're not subscription based they're free that's what i'm saying and just do it subscription based they're fearful that they lose the revenue stream that's why they don't want to make that switch exactly my point right so it's a classic business dilemma where do i mm. do i take a compromise on a standard set revenue right to see if i can create another stream of revenue right and there are models fazan so i don't want to i mean i don't want to point into a direction and say you guys are not doing this you guys are not doing that so i'm not pointing in any anybody's direction specifically but is is somebody going to take that risk right and if i haven't seen anybody take that risk over the last 20 years then i'm going to take that risk hmm. right and and i'll give you a very interesting example uh when we launched ptv flix we haven't really advertised the product right really we haven't advertised the product and this product is on subscription outside pakistan right the number of downloads that i'm picking up from india just by being available on the google play store and on the app store right is not even funny and that's something no one's considering thank you that's right. the more because our content so thrives my, in that market my point is, that's exactly my point right so we have actually just been going around in, in on the same circle over and over and over again 
So no one's thinking like Rupert Murdoch. Nobody's exiting the the circle, right? right? And unless you exit, take an exit, you will not know what exists outside of the circle, right? And there is so it seems to be too much at stake, right? So I'm just saying purely from a content distribution perspective, hmm. right? Why aren't we doing DTH? I mean, तो खैर पुरानी बात है। I think time निकल गया DTH का। DTH का तो time निकल गया। But 500 million dollars की bid थी इस पे। Why aren't we doing 50 billion rupees is uh, sorry 5 billion rupees is the license fee? And the only company which got security cleared hasn't paid the entire money either, hmm. right? And my information is that. that company is probably not going to be able to launch dth they say hum aa rahe hain bas and they been saying that there's a very there's there's a story <laughs> i used to hear when i was a bachcha which was share aaya share aaya share aaya so i am waiting ye wohi story hai for the lion to roar speaking of lions could there be a platform okay let me rephrase the way i'm going to ask this Why isn't there a platform like Hulu is in the U.S., where multi-channel content resides in one place, and everyone sets their differences aside and takes a share of the revenue based on the view count? Wait for it. Working on it. Does it require someone from the outside and not from the content creator side to put this together? Look, I think. Uh, and when i said i am a very happy man when everybody relies on advertising i think this solution the one on the model of hulu is something that we are in a very good position to do right right because we already have captive audience in terms of the content creators right so that's a model that we so to be honest it's not as easy because you're talking you have to go and speak with multiple stakeholders right but it's possible it is doable right we were also so it took us a couple of years to crack the technology so we've cracked the technology we've now trying to uh, to transfer that tech onto a into a setup box why was it so hard to crack the tech because it's been around for the a decade no, now no for our market for our market because the problem is like you said earlier that if our gdp per capita doesn't allow people to afford more right right then you need to be somewhere in the vicinity of a very small number for more people to be able to afford it correct Right, so that's where the struggle lies. How does India crack it? They're in a similar boat. They don't have that kind of no, but their so their numbers are pretty good in the sense that if I were to let's say convert that into PKR, right, right, if and if I take the basic uh, Hotstar subscription, which is at three thousand INR, it's about six and a half thousand PKR. How many households in Pakistan can afford six and a half thousand PKR per month? That's twenty dollars a month, right? And India, because of its so, even in India, Hotstar is sixty million subscribers. And last month they lost subscribers when they tried to increase their subscription money. Higher than the six thousand, uh, sorry, the three thousand INR. Hmm. But you see, they have the they, they have the population, right? So they're able to get the volumes that way. No, but so Hotstar, which is the biggest, was at sixty million. Okay, again, not something that mm. it's go, it's all are all available on the internet. So if it's sixty million of let's say a population of one point five billion, we do the math. Point two percent. Point two percent, and then if you do it off of ours, so bring it here. So you're looking at four, 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 five million, four, five million subscribers. How does the math work out on that tech? It doesn't. It right? doesn't. Unless you bring it down in terms of its transfer on a on a box, which is cheap. Right. Right, and there is no manufacturing capability in Pakistan anyway. None. Add to it, a hundred and seventy-five percent duty. Correct. 
plus the cheapest box and this is pre-devaluation when you were at about 160 170 was easily 6000 rupees no so it was and it still is let's say 38 dollars or 40 dollars yeah. right so that's 12000 rupees cost cost exactly right and then add duty add duty yeah so you're looking at at least an entry point of 20 25000 rupees just to get that box inside your house Right. Mm -hmm. So f forget the box then for a second. Why not just go on digital? Why not give that subscription on a platform that I can download as an app on my phone? There's no cost to that. But the problem is, do you want to watch that content on your phone? I watch oh. content on my phone every day. My last, oh. like, my consumption habit is that of a, I don't know, become that of a millennial because, you know, there's stuff happening around kids, family. It's just easier for me to consume content. And when I ask, let's say, some of the younger people in my office, their phone is their primary consumption device for even mid-form content, right? Maybe not the long-form movies, but they even consume movies on that. But for sure, short, like mid-sized content, let's say 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So why, why are we even going to the set-top box route? Skip that, just go straight into the app. Because we are not full of millennials in, who live in urban areas. That's right. fine, but Those the bulk smartphones are not available. So you have 50 million, 60 million smartphones. What will I do after But daily active users are 35-40 million. If we get 4-5 million from that, and they get from urban, through. Faizan, we're not. So that's my point, right? We're not, talking about, we're not talking about an OTT app for the urban centers, right? We're talking about questioning a cable distribution or a video distribution phenomenon which terminates the signal on a TV set and and monetizing that. And that's hard because that requires you to completely upend the existing system and it requires any household to be able to give that and even if they break that up into their cable model. So for example, if you have a set-top box, I have financing for 12-15 per month. That's still a high subscription relative to what they're paying for cable today, which is 300-400 rupees. Yeah, but then you can then put premium content and be able to afford better content. So your overall industry improves, right? Because So the um, if you look at the amount of or the percentage of advertising revenue, which is being spent on content, look at global models. Right. Entertainment uh, is about 55% of your total revenue is content. Right. Right. If I'm saying... let's say about 12 and a half, 13% of your ad revenue is already going or is already being kept outside the country as profit. If I take 50% of your total cost as content, then some of these smaller channels are not being able to afford that price. Right. Right? So if they get subscription revenue, then suddenly their ability to spend more on good content increases. Or you have these real estate guys who don't pay tax anyway, mm. who start investing in this business and they push this number up to be for those medium-sized channels to be able to afford better content. Right, So then your whole market for content kind of starts to go up. Right. Right. Some years ago, we used to get, and I'm talking about a very simple one, right? right? So PSL, production was, give, for the first three years, was given to a company called Sunset and Wine. Okay. The next three, the next three years, it went to somebody else. Right. And now it's coming to a company which is training people locally. How does that improve your overall capability levels? Right. So you will now have people who can run, who are trained to manage cameras for sport, for a sport like cricket. Right. And if you can do more events, there is enough equipment around to cover those. Right? Sports as a genre in Pakistan has only picked up steam in the last two, three years. That's true. And that's why there's a football league coming out now as well. Mm, uh, that's still a bit up in the air. But right. uh, 
for that you need the football federation to do elections so that a league can be rfp'd so football league is not going to come because of some political issue no so football league the issue is that fifa technically right uh manages football across the world <clears throat> interestingly at the federal level after the 18th amendment uh, there is no ministry of sports it's a provincial thing so your federal your federation level institutions mm. do not get any money from ipc ipc is interprovincial coordination right okay. that's where the money is supposed to come from right so what does a federation do right so the federation is supposed to take the money from the ipc which is very little right but in football's case since fifa governs it properly they get their primary money from fifa and fifa is now uh, has a normalization committee set in which is supposed to register the clubs and mm. do elections and once you have the proper elections done then they decide that our way of raising money for our annual uh, sports events is going to be through a football league so that is when the rfp comes out so it's going to take some time it so sounds it's like some time. interesting so and that that applies to then any type of sports league that gets created in no, the country no because the, some of the other sports are not governed as tightly and i'll give you an example right right so football uh, you could start in pakistan's case right there is nothing in the in the constitution which stops you from starting a football league but the problem is that the moment you go for let's say coaches or referees that are global that are global that are regional chalo let's not take global but even regional you'll need to let's solve say, for that yeah so when you solve for that everybody in football around the world has something called a fifa passport okay whether it is a player or an official right so it's a coach it's a manager it's a referee it's a scorekeeper all of them have fifa passports so if you don't have a fifa passport you will not want to go for go and work for a renegade league then right right so if, even if you look at india where they had two they are now coming together and forming one league because one of them was not right uh, fifa control so that's how strong fifa is but if you talk about let's say table tennis you could do a table tennis league tomorrow nobody will ask you tennis no league, but tennis you would have to then go through the process because tennis is a little bit more tightly regulated tennis is also tightly regulated right right but interestingly i mean so you looked at go karting well we are still that's kind of uh, from a sports perspective as on limited audience uh not really limited audience but uh, it's infrastructure investment right right so that's a go karting circuit right and that's what we invested in and that is infrastructure investment but if there is more uh, so for us the roi now is not about making money the roi is more about how many heroes can we create and how much how much can we help other people to look at these successful uh, sports people and say oh i want to grow up and become this have we done a good job till date of creating heroes but we we didn't create heroes they got created okay or they got created by people who didn't know how to handle them or who or who wanted to handle them and couldn't handle right so you we're talking about sports people we're not talking about converting sports people into something else right right and <clears throat> so you will you will probably not get a wasim akram right but you will probably get a a mesbahul haq mm. right in another sport right so squash some years ago we used to have people like gogi alauddin and jahangir khan jahanshir khan and jahangir khan and so on and then what happened right can we revive squash right that's a that again becomes a bit of a an elitist sport in terms of its audience football on the other hand right or maybe even a a motocross where you have like in pakistan you have like more than 100 million motorbikes true right and there is no motorbike racing track anywhere in the country 
Right. Right. So if if there is an infrastructure investment that you want to look at, then maybe that is what it is. So any sport that would target mass audiences, kabaddi. So football does, kabaddi does, volleyball does. Why? Why can't we make a like someone? It's happening. Know, a hero so, out of kabaddi. So right now, well, when we won two year, this was before COVID, right? Where we won this global kabaddi championship, right? There were people who suddenly came out and became heroes. But then there is not enough kabaddi events, right? So for people to become heroes, they need to have events. If you're going to have one event in a year, then by the time the next event comes, most people would have forgotten. Right. Right. So you need events. How do you get events? You get events by doing a league, right, or by doing right. bilateral uh, tournaments. So then you will ask me the question that how many how many venues do we have, right? So. Where is the infrastructure? So again, it becomes an infrastructure question. So most of these sporting leagues are solved by infrastructure first. Either or. So if you get into a league, then the league investment automatically brings in the venues where you play. Right. Right. So that is that goes hand in hand. Okay. Interesting. But again, how many sports can do leagues? So. Can we do a table tennis league, for example? Right. Can we do a volleyball league? Right? And these are and low investment. Very low investment. Yeah, low right? infrastructure. Even the stadium. Cost. So yeah. you have enough gymnasiums in the country to say, okay, I'll take a badminton court and maybe do some some tweaks with it. Yeah, and you can run it at volley. And run a volleyball. Volley, netball, badminton, same court. Now you've got pickleball, for we're, example. We're not thinking, right? That's my point. Mm. We're not thinking. Because it requires investment. And right now, in this political uncertainty, who wants to invest? And so the thing is, even if somebody sitting in the government is listening to this, and it doesn't take much at a provincial level if you start investing behind these infrastructure uh, investments or taking them out and saying, okay, let me start doing these. Then that, so for example, now when I'm hearing about Sin Premier League, Right, I'm not hearing about. I'm hearing about Sin Premier League be, being done in National Stadium, Karachi. Hmm. Why don't you want to take it to a Hyderabad or a Sakhar or a Larkana and say, let's do three more stadiums hmm. if we have a city team, right? Because the province has the money, federation doesn't. So PCB hmm. relies okay, on the money <clears throat> that it gets from, let's say, a PSL or bilateral series or Pakistan going out and playing somewhere else, right? But what about the Sindh government? They have the money. Right. Right. So why can't they invest behind infrastructure, right? Or the Punjab government. So that's where I'm trying to kind of go because what happens right now is that a lot of your youth, your millennials, your Gen Zs, they have a lot of pent up energy. Okay, what are they playing? PUBG? That's true. Please. There's actually tournaments for this taking place I as well. I know that. Okay. And and that's what I hate because that also is a is a game where you win by somebody dying. Right? So please don't push me into that PUBG space. Sounds like the Pakistan politics. But put me, and I'm not getting distracted <laughs> from my answer. So please put me into Give me a stadium for, let's say, some of these games. And I will say, let's go invest in them. Let's support right, right some of these events or some of these uh, in initiatives which are being taken. And they will also serve as feeders for that national level tournament that takes place. So if it's a provincial level tournament, whether it's a Sin League, where you play in multiple cities, feeds out new players from those cities into a national league, could potentially even feed your national cricket team in that way, right? So cricket and any other sport. And now that you are also seeing money being spent behind cricket, which is the biggest sport. Right. So suddenly the money which gets spent behind cricket in a year, in the last three years has crossed, has touched about 5 billion rupees a year. So even if you say, uh, okay, I'm going to take 10% of that mm. and that will go uh, on supporting through advertising behind these smaller events, right? Let's say a kabaddi or something else or a volleyball or something else. 
that 500 million is enough to bring them from where they are as mm. seed capital right so like 50 million 70 mm. million you could do 10 events mm. so you suddenly have event sports events happening through the year mm. right and that creates another cycle that also creates content right for sports channels so where i'm going with this thought process is that sports as a genre requires events which are easy to create right right you don't need trained in acting trained in writing trained in lighting and production and now that you have these production companies in pakistan with pakistanis who have been trained you put them to proper use right and you create another industry right psl najam was was very very concerned hmm. when we were launching right and he said tum log ye paise kaise pure karoge and in the second right cycle the amount that we bid was three times what we bid for the first right cycle right so what we paid for 3 years we paid for one year in the next cycle wow in the very next cycle just because the audience was big enough to support it because we all, because we all went took psl to that route right right so my point is did you invest, know psl but did you know going in psl would be this big as it is today absolutely which is why we took it Right. right and that's my point why that pe- when you are when you are shying away from investing or reinvesting you are actually not trying out or or innovating and your innovation innovating capability is stopped and you're not growing the economy you're not growing the talent you're, you're doing not doing nothing you're doing nothing you're, you're just, just making money and so then on. you're then technically there's no difference between you and any other rent seeker you're another rent seeker in this but economy but these guys are rent seekers anyway because most of them rely on government advertising and right there's like literally the second time i'm saying this mm. in the second interview because they are all rent seekers they rely on government advertising if you took the government advertising away do you think they're profitable business models no do you think they're operating the businesses effectively they are not so then that's like every other business sector in this country that is a rent seeking sector subsidized by the government whether it is for energy whether it is for tariffs or subsidies or cheap financing here the advertising from the government is subsidizing this entire industry absolutely thank you so there's so, a lot that we need to work on so i'm just saying it's a mindset right right now a lot of people who work in this industry might hate me because i'm saying what i'm saying and this is also the reason why people haven't seen me on a camera in a very very long time mm. right because unfortunately when i speak the truth it's controversial it's not something that people would like right look at my look at the industry i am in right when i started there were like at least 12 big agencies right to today you are i mean do ke baad teesra na you you'll you'll struggle to think of a third name i honestly can't right? you're right and i was going to say how did you what is the secret sauce that you beat out 12 you started in 99 12 big names and today there's only two that you can think of and then third could be anyone i i'd love to say i'm third but i know i'm not third but it could be anyone absolutely so and what is your secret sauce in that reinvest reinvest in people fazan people are the people run the business they are the most important asset that you have give me an example of how you've reinvested in people we have look even today we hire more management trainees than we need we we hire at least so let's say the team comes back and says <clears throat> we will need approximately 30 management trainees in a year hmm. we hire 50 you hire and how many do you lose by the end of the year we lose 15 or 15 or 18 so about 30 fine. 30 to 40% you and end up losing fine. right right because those 15 or 18 who finish the training program mm. are then hired by somebody else right and now increasingly uh startups and other companies who've now who are now coming up have realized that people that would who were trained at starcom actually can do better jobs than a lot of other people that you hire from somewhere else right right so so that was the reinvestment now if the first question that any entrepreneur would ask is if i am going to lose people then why should i continue training right 
right and that is how you build the industry that is how you build the team right i have made enough number of experiments well not experiments but i haven't let that thought process go that i will continue to create successor after successor after successor so that i don't have to run the agency because if i have to run the agency then the capacity of my agency is my capacity true how much i can handle but if i have a, a successor or a string of successors then i am adding the capacity not just the capability i am i am adding capacity and the more capacity i add the more i grow right right so if you look at the other agencies who have not invested right behind successors or behind training new people then you will stay as small as you are but on that and again as entrepreneurs you know i i think you hit the nail on the head you have to invest in people you have to keep investing depending on what your business is plant equipment people whatever it is our business is people and the second thing you have to do is trust right we have to trust without trust there is no scaling right we don't know so we we are biased towards trusting someone but what happens if you invest in someone years in you trust them and then they let you down in a big way what do you mean let you down in a big way? i mean they they violate your trust what how do you deal and no, recover let, let from that let me give you an example so my one of look in 2 years i lost my successor and his successor to google right right now i don't know if i want to laugh because they were hired by google i mean google recognized the training that we were giving to my successors to hire them that's a good thing or to cry because you lost two <laughs> you lost a pipeline i was backed by like 5 years no but so that's one situation and that's fine i think that's a good thing because <clears throat> you created talent that was recognized globally right but what about talent you created that themselves turned around and fine. let you down look how do you recover from that because as an entrepreneur look when we trust someone you know and that trust is violated and then it is violated again maybe let's say a 5 or 10 years later by a second someone who you've trusted for years how do you because i would struggle with that how do you recover from something like that okay so i have a one word answer for it right and that is focus okay so when i say focus every time something like this happens there is only one thing that i know best and that is the work that i do right right so it just becomes a bullseye focus on let's do better let's rebuild let's work on what we know best and grow right because when you focus when you go out in this industry it's all about going out and pitching that's true right the day you stop pitching somebody else will come pitch for your accounts and you'll start losing so your focus needs to be on growth somebody takes away your business somebody you trusted fine what do you do say okay i'm going to focus and grow the business back to that number and bigger and that is the answer right and over time let the industry see who was the loser let the let the industry or let the people be the why should i waste my time sitting people down and saying oh it doesn't matter koi baat nahi hota hai or i'm upset because who i mean it's taking my time away from the focus i could have created right so i why would you spend that time thinking about a negative where you can focus on a positive growth piece hmm right and build a positive motivation so it's not just me that is get, getting affected right when something like this when an event like this happens there are people in my senior leadership team who are also questioning themselves and saying do we do this was that a good model do we also follow and leave rehan and do something else or do we stick with rehan right and when they see this positive motivation coming through and saying guys let's let's focus on the work let's grow and let's show the naysayers 
how good we are even without them right and we've done, so the thing is we've done that so many times now over the last what 25 years hmm. that people who i work with may not have seen the previous event right and they probably saw the current one right but they know the motivation right and we just move on so you're saying the growth is the best response absolutely there is no other way and it's okay if this happens i mean because i think that you know and again look a lot of people who watch this are young entrepreneurs you know and young entrepreneurs you, you get shaken the first time an event like this happens where someone violates your trust and someone especially if that someone's very close to you you know and f- some people don't recover from that because what happens is exactly what you said then they clamp down they say why should i teach or train or give out you know i should hold on to it but to your point that limits your business to you and the capacity you have right so how do you get past that hurdle and say you know what it happened fine but my focus is i need this much capacity therefore i have to trust and i have to train and i will continue to do that and you continue right? doing that if you had to give yourself one piece of advice looking back at let's say the last 25 odd years that you've done this because you did start off as i mean you and we had a we had a, i mean we started off similar to that we started off as on job people right i mean we took a job after college and then we worked for a while and then you went and started the agency so you know that what it's like to work for someone and starting your own business and the troubles and trials and tribulations of that if you were to give yourself one piece of advice today looking back at 99 when you started this what would it be i would do it all over again exactly the same way so i think the only difference in would be how i managed the television industry not my business so my only regret is that i trusted the content creators because they were new when they came into the television industry when it was growing and most of my most of the news content that you see in this country went haywire right you have people who are not trained in managing content you have editors who are not editorially mature to be able to look at the content which is sent back by these dsngs to say oh this should not go because it's not it's editorially immature to mm. talk about this right that's that to my mind is the only thing that i would change other than that <clears throat> will i invest in my people always always you can't take that away from me right and every time you think oh if i'm going to take that away then i will not be able to take my next vacation or i won't be able to afford that that other car that i wanted or another property who cares best investment decision you've made what was it talent and worst also talent <laughs> <laughs> also talent so you make mistakes and you learn yeah yeah fair point i think that's actually a very valid answer because it is all about talent it is. and you will make mistakes and it's not that i've stopped right i still make mistakes you just over time you have more experience to recover faster from them and hopefully uh take longer in making the next mistake right and recovering faster but the mistakes will happen no matter you can't stop it yeah. look the problem is if you are going to run a business which does not make mistakes then you will only make money right and there's nothing, nothing will that. happen there's nothing wrong with making money and nothing will happen right what's the point fazan i mean look maybe it is easy for me to say that but the objective of running a business is to do good work right right and when you do good work money follows so it's aligning with your purpose in a sense the whole concept of ikigai and what the world will pay you for what your purpose is what you're good at and i think there was a fourth i forget but so you keep doing that you will keep so money follows you run after the money keep money following it money runs further further away keep following it 
Amazing. This was an amazing chat. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time out, coming and discussing pretty much everything controversial you could think of. <laughs> and with and giving some great nuggets of advice. And I think, without taking names. And without taking names with those who know, they know. Um, but I think it was very useful to hear this whole thing about mistakes. You know, we fear mistakes. And when we make a mistake, we, we think we can't recover from it. But I think making mistakes with longer gaps and recovering faster, that's the key. And with that, thank you for tuning into Digitales this week. Subscribe, comment, like. We'd love to hear your feedback. You guys are what make this channel. And I really want to thank you for tuning in. I've been getting a lot of feedback. And honestly, I am just touched by um, all the viewers who've been you know, coming to me and telling me about the content and commenting. So please keep sharing your feedback and we'll keep improving our content and bringing great guests like Rehan Merchant here. And thank you, Rehan, once again for coming My on. Pleasure. Stay My tuned pleasure. for more. Bye-bye. <laughs>